Trisden here with the Extreme Common Sense Podcast, thanking our friends at Berea Pond. We could not do the podcast without the generous support from Aaron and Robin at Berea Pond. And also, my house wouldn't have nearly as much cool stuff without all the items at Berea Pond. So when you're ready for your next furniture, gun, ammo, pallet, they have so much cool stuff, you're not ever going to regret going to Berea Pond. That's Berea Pond at 107 Clay Drive in the old IGA building across from near New Auto Center. Don't miss out. If you're from the area, you got to get into Berea Pond. I'm Trisden. And I'm Ray. What we hope to do here is find a little bit of middle ground on some of these extremely polarizing social and political issues. Welcome everybody to Extreme Common Sense. What's up, friends? It sounded dumb, like I'm Bill Cosby. Hello, friends. Um, anyway, thanks for listeners. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Ray's taking a week off, as Ray tends to do. And uh, I'm going to throw you guys an old interview I did. This is from 2017. It's actually the lead singer of the rock group Stained. They, they were big in like 2004. And the lead singer Aaron Lewis started a country music career. And I think this was very early in that. I think he's still doing it. But uh, he was coming to Renfro Valley. So he gave me a few minutes of my time. And one thing about these interviews, I never go revisit them. So this is, you know, six years ago, and I have no idea what we actually said to each other. But one of the things I remember is that this guy does not like me. Like, I definitely felt like through the duration of this interview, like he does not want to be talking to like some small time radio guy about a gig he's doing at, at Renfro Valley, uh, you know, because he was a big rock star, you know, for like two years. So anyway, Take a listen, see what you think. Um, I'll probably listen to it again once Troy posts it and uh, cringe at myself. Like these interviews are so um, hard to listen to, I guess when you <clears throat> when you do them uh, and then listen back. But uh, yeah, so see what you think. But my take definitely was Aaron Lewis does not like me, and he does not like this interview. But um, I don't know. See what you think, and and thanks for listening, guys. And as always. Uh, if you have any feedback, uh, we'd love to hear from you. You know, we'll give you a t-shirt or buy you some lunch or a high five or a back rub, whatever you want. And uh, thanks for listening. Have a great week. Hello, hello, hello. There we go. Hello. I got you. Gotcha. Perfect. So uh, I guess we'll start out with the, uh, I guess the relevant thing for us, which is you're coming to Renfro Valley next Saturday at 830. Yeah, should be a good show. Well, it's pretty awesome, and then, you know, you sort of are the soundtrack to my college years uh, with Stain, and then now moving forward, uh, you're the soundtrack to my work life here at the Classic Country and uh, New Country here at the Coyote, so pretty uh, pretty big deal for us to have you on, and uh, definitely excited about your show coming up Saturday. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure. Yeah, so tickets available right now if you want to go to RenfroValley.com, and they can get you squared away with that. Again, I'm speaking with Aaron Lewis, the lead singer of the platinum Grammy-nominated uh, group Stained, who now has launched a very successful solo career in country music. And uh, you're, I guess, doing a little of both, maybe, for the big show Saturday? Little little rock, little country? or do you, do you... It's, it's very much a country show. Okay. And then, and then uh, you know, for the encore, I, I come out and... 
Very nice. Well, very cool. Do you do? Do you like to do a cover or two in your shows, or do you like to to keep it keep it on on your stuff? Um, there's there's two covers in the main set. Very nice. Anything you could uh, release with us now, or is that sort of a secret to the folks that that come down and watch? Um. Well, no. I you know I, I throw a. a a uh, Merle Haggard song in there and, and a Jamie Johnson song in there. Very nice. Uh, yeah. Well, very cool. Um, let me ask you, and I've read a little bit of this on the internet, and you know how that is. What influenced you to become, uh, a, you know, to go into the, the genre of country music from a very successful rock career? And is the Kid Rock rumor true? <laughs> um, well... You know, we we survived our record contract, and I was in a situation where, after all of those years, uh, I was free to explore, you know, other options, and and a long time before that happened, uh, my my plumber kind of called me out and bet me that I couldn't write a country song. Nice. <laughs> and from that call out, I wrote Country Boy. That's awesome. And uh, and so that really kind of started the whole thing of, huh, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I can write country songs too. Very nice. Is there... What's you know, and this is obviously I, I don't know the, the music business, but what is the the biggest difference? I mean, as a working rock star versus a working country star. I mean, what 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 would somebody like me not know that is different between those two things? And, and what do you like better about country? Um. Well, I don't necessarily know that I like one more than the other. I'm just um, I'm 46 years old almost and, and, and you know uh, I don't feel the same way all the time on the inside and and honestly I, I got to the point with Stained where where it was really taxing on me to go out every night and and re-stir up all of those feelings that those songs came from. Well, and it's nice that... And, you know, oh, because, sorry. because I write all of my lyrics, you know, that's all, it's all me. That's all pieces of me. And, and some songs, you know, have, have meaning to them and, and, and talk about things that, you know, that, that I really just got tired of reliving every single time I I played a show because I felt like that's where I had to put myself in order to deliver the song in the proper way. That's very nice. Not not that you had to go through that, you know, trying to get in that in that mindset, but it is nice that as a musician you do a, a vast majority of your writing 
you know, and that you actually get yourself to that point. And I think people can feel that in your music. I mean, a lot of people can get up there and fake it and, you know, take a lot of written music that they've never experienced and, you know, probably go through it and get a paycheck. But, uh, you know, to, to be able to, to put yourself in the mindset of some of these songs, I mean, that's, it's got to be pretty powerful. And, and I can't imagine, but I would assume it would be extremely taxing to put yourself in some of those places night after night. Uh, I mean, it- it, it 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 gets to a level of, of self torture. Uh, I mean, it's like this it's this hamster wheel that you can't get out of. Huh. And uh, and you know, I do. I write I write all my songs. I I there's two and a half songs in my entire career that I didn't write. Wow. And that's Granddaddy's Gun. Uh, whiskey and you, and I, and I, I uh, co-wrote one song on the last record. The first time I've ever written a song with somebody with Ira Dean, which was Sunday every Saturday night. And those are the only two and a half songs that that I haven't written in my entire career of of performing and recording songs wow that's an amazing catalog and i bet you have probably written some songs for others or do you pretty much focus on yourself as far as what you're doing but have you ever written anything that you thought you know what this is a better song for somebody else Uh, no i'm actually quite guarded that's awesome i feel like i feel like it's a song that that i wrote is good enough for somebody else then then why wouldn't I record it. Very nice. And being, uh, you know, protective. I'm kind of protective. I'm, 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 I'm actually quite overprotective of my craft and of my creativity. And and I don't want a producer's input. I don't. I, I'm, I'm usually pretty pretty guarded. You know, it's, it's this, these are my feelings. These are my words. This is this is me that I'm putting into a song. Don't don't try to tell me how it should be different. Who you know? Are you writing the song? Yeah. So it, it's always been a little bit of a power struggle in the studio, and, and but I've always stood very fast on my on my principles of this is my creativity. And, uh, you know, if you want your creativity on a record, go get a record deal and record a record. <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, and the thing about that, I mean, you are pr- probably, I would imagine that is a battle sometimes with the record companies who may want to put something in that's maybe a little poppier or maybe a little more MTV-ish, which, you know, may in turn even make, uh, you know, a, a little bit more money with the, with the drones. But at the end of the day, you're, well, you're putting happens. your... That happened with Stained just by the song just by the songs that uh, that um, uh, that the record label would choose off of the off the record that we would turn in as to what they were going to expose to the masses on the radio yeah and there was always such a strange a strange dichotomy of, of misrepresentation with the songs that got played on the radio versus the show that you would go and see what we played live because those songs were the songs that were that were 
just kind of sprinkled into a much heavier landscape. And and a, a Stained concert live, if you were coming to see Stained just because you were familiar with the songs that were getting played on the radio, you usually you were usually a little bit surprised and taken aback as to how heavy the rest of the show was. Wow. Interesting. Um, real quick, I, I do want to mention here again that you're going to be at Renfro Valley uh, September 2nd. Everybody up here, of course, knows where Renfro Valley is. It's just off I-75, the Mount Vernon exit. That's September 2nd at 8.30. And, of course, I'm speaking with Aaron Lewis, who's got a great catalog of solo albums with Center, The Road, and Townline, of course, uh, formerly of Stained fame. Uh do you guys do do you do anything else with the guys from Stained at this point, or is that that completely in the past? Um, I wouldn't go as far as saying that it's completely in the past. Um, and I would say never say never. Um, but as of this moment, there's there's nothing to tell. Okay. Um, real quick, you've had some awesome collaborations uh, from George Jones to Fred Durst. Uh, I will just ask you, which was your favorite, and how come? Hmm. Not of those two, any collaboration, of course. Um, I mean, that would be it. Would be so unfair to anybody else, but I have collaborated with to pick one that means more. Sure, or if any story stands out, maybe just uh, anything that you'd like to. To, to say about any of those guys that maybe we wouldn't know or we may enjoy? Um, well, I mean, everything that I have done as a collaboration has just been a one or two take crash, a car crash of a, of, of a situation where I walked into the studio, I was told what I kind of needed to do, and I walked out there and I did what I thought, and it was done. Oh, okay. So no, uh, you know, riding on a tractor with George Jones drinking or anything. Oh, so. God, <laughs> Dude, that would be very, very fun. Um, I wish. Maybe, maybe, maybe someday when I'm gone, I'll, I'll hook up with him and we'll go ride on a tractor. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, real quick, you get to do a song, uh, or you've done a song on one of your albums with your daughter, uh, That Ain't Country. Does she actually do that with you as when you perform live, or is that something that's uh, exclusively for the studio? Please. Traveling soldier. Oh. And and not that ain't country. That ain't country. Vince Gill is singing with me. Okay, that's probably the first time the internet's been wrong. Well, I can't believe everything you read on the internet. You should know that. Yeah, or you would not believe how slim our staff of fact checkers are up here. <laughs> Sorry about that. So the song is traveling soldier. Okay. It was a, it was a Dixie Chicks song. Great song. Yeah. And uh, and. I brought my daughter down to Nashville with me, and, and she came into the studio, and she sang that song twice, from beginning to end, and that was it. She nailed it. Absolutely awesome. nailed it. Um, she just recently, for the very, very first time, um, at my my uh, charity event this year, tried coming out on stage and, and singing it with me live. And and I can only imagine how nervous she was. Oh, absolutely. She, she was probably as nervous as I was proud in that moment. And uh, but I've talked to her about it in 
and she she said she would she would love to do it again. So too cool. But that girl, I'm I'm not worried about that girl being all starry eyed and 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 being attracted to the bright lights. It, that she wants to be a forensic pathologist, and she is dead set on it. That is awesome. I mean, she all she does is watch those those the CSIs and, case, and the, the cold case files and, and all the all the not the CSIs but the but the ones that are actually reality ones and oh yeah the cold justice type shows then that actually have those the, shows right yeah, I mean just obsessed that's awesome well pretty cool it's it's funny I'm the, proud of her I'm proud, yeah I'm proud that 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 she's you know smart enough and, and has a, a she's she's been on the other end of things she has seen all the sacrifices that are made at the other end of things and and she's seen the the darker side of of what it's like having a dad as a celebrity and 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 how little she's gotten to see me and and just all of that stuff, and, and and she's really not interested. Well, good for her. Yeah, I mean, with you know, fan, yeah, I, I think it's great. I got no problems with it whatsoever. It doesn't. It does not hurt my feelings that that she's you know very you know guarded about how. Yeah, and, and she's got the talent, so maybe it could be a hobby or something, even though she does for fun without, you know, all the, the strain that it causes. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll just see how it all goes. <laughs> well, she is extremely talented. I will, I will support her in whatever she wants to do. If she ever did decide that this is what she wanted to do, I would be very cautiously supportive. Well, she's always got a home here on 100.7 The Coyote. If she decides to go into music, uh, we'll be here for her. <laughs> well, Aaron, you've been more than extremely generous with your time. I've got a list of other things to ask you that are probably incorrect from the web, but uh, I'm sure you've got a lot more promotion to do. But again, the big show coming up this, excuse me, not tomorrow, next Saturday, September 2nd at 8.30. That's Aaron Lewis going to be performing. Uh, tickets available at RenfroValley.com. So jump online, check those out. Uh, Aaron, while you're in town, yeah, I'd be happy to buy you a beer. Well, if we run into each other. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much for your time, and uh, have a great show at Renfro next Saturday. Okay, my pleasure. Take care. Thanks for listening to Extreme Common Sense with Trisden and Ray. We hope you had fun and look forward to taking on another topic next week. Hello. According to our research, you like podcasts. Well, if you have a passion, mission, or story, you should have your own podcast. And I have a resource you might be interested in. Go to frontporchstudios.com slash products and services. You'll see how Front Porch Studios can help you enter the world of podcasting. Again, that's frontporchstudios.com slash products and services. Thank you for your time. Goodbye.